to be a yogi. I'm Edward Reeb, producer and host of the To Be a Yogi podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Nita Marvelos. That's her name on uh, social media. She can also be found at El Reino de Nita. And depending on what time of year, you can catch her teaching in the United States, Spain, India, or Abu Dhabi. And so, without further ado, let's get to that interview, shall we? Hello, welcome to the To Be a Yogi podcast. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So, so you're in Wisconsin? Yeah, I am here in this beautiful and um, flat land. <laughs> and you said the internet isn't so good, so you're out far away from the local metropolis, I take it? Yeah, like an hour maybe. Somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you teach at a studio out there? I am teaching private lessons. Oh, maybe. okay. Yeah, because I, I'm here only for three months, you know, in the States, the visa thing is not so easy. Oh, right. So foreigners, we don't get much time. Where are you from? Spain. How cool. I've never been to Spain. You must. You must come. That's what I hear. <laughs> what part of Spain? Southeast, by the sea. Okay. By, mm-hmm, by the Mediterranean Sea. Super beautiful. Is there a yoga scene there? Well, Spain has been maybe slow, I would say, in the yoga scene. And in, but in my area, I would say, is growing. I, I haven't lived there for 10 years. I've, I'm a traveler. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I'm not sure about how spread it is, but I, I've been teaching there. And every time I taught, it, it has been full. So I guess oh, it's cool. growing. <laughs> oh, good. That's great. So you're helping make it happen. Sure. Encouraging. <laughs> yeah. Where else do you teach? Um, I teach in Abu Dhabi, always that I go to India when I stop by, mm. normally twice a year. Nice. Because I go to India every year to my sort to study since I'm an Ashtanga practitioner. Okay. That's the discipline I follow and I believe, and it works for me. And uh, so the headquarters is in India? Yeah, it's the only school... Uh, that can authorize or certify you as an Ashtanga teacher. Oh. Ashtangis, we don't really believe, believe in TTCs, teacher training course, despite of the fact I did one and that was the way I, I get to know Ashtanga. Right. But I think the TTCs has been a little bit cannibalized. I don't know how to express it. Like, yeah, there's a how, lot of variations. Yeah, but not yeah. only that, how come, I don't know, a doctor... Any other profession, you need to study three, four, five years, do a master's degree, right. etc. And a teacher can become a teacher in two months. In two weeks, you can just become certified to touch and play with the bodies and minds of people. Right. I think we need to step back a little and just think and see all the situation and yeah. what implies. Right? And you, you don't even need to be certified to work in a lot of places. And the certification is according to Yoga Alliance, which just recently was just a few guys in a garage saying, hey, I have an idea. You know, so I mean, according to whom? It's not. It's not a state certification. Exactly, national, that certification. No, yeah. There's no but, actual body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Ashtanga one is not related with the Yoga Alliance. They are not. Okay. Uh, how to say? Yeah. Well, I, sorry. <laughs> I have a, a I have a private um, client that had asked 
he said, next time, can we do some Ashtanga? And so I was like, yeah. And so I started looking into it and I was like, okay, I think I, I do all this. Like, this is all part of, this was part of my training. But then when I talked to him afterward, he's like, no, there's a set order. Like you do it in a, in an exact particular way. And Mm -hmm. so I was kind of like, wow, that's kind of a tall order. Like, can, can you learn this specific discipline and get back to me next week with it? (laughs) And so, I mean, I'm actually kind of thinking about going to India. Well, kind of thinking I'm planning to, and, um, I just don't know exactly when I've got a few things that, you know, have to happen first, but, um, long story short, I'm interested in, um, in getting that training. Um, so which city is it in? Uh, Mysore. I mean, Oh, Mysore. M I M Y S O R E. Exactly, M-Y-S-O-R-E. And uh, there is the Institute of Patavi Joyce. Uh, and this is, as I was saying, the only authorized place in the world to get authorized for being a teacher. But it doesn't happen in once. That can, that can take minimum three years until 10 years. It's mm-hmm. not like a school that you ah. go and you get a program. No, you go every day to your practice. And uh, you have to go three months every year three months in a row and the teacher or the master or the guru Sharat Joyce which is the grandson of Patavi Joyce the person that found it or uh, spread the, the, the word of uh, Mysore mm-hmm. is the person that will authorize you eventually if that happens but that should not be the the aim or the goal you should mm. I mean you should you go because you love the practice because right. you love what you I don't know what you want to grow inside you. Yeah, I see. And it's a set sequence, as you were saying, and that's the challenging part because, um, for instance, vinyasa, you can do different things every day, right? So yeah. you don't get bored in, yeah. between brackets. Exactly, yeah. And that's the shtanga that you face every day the same and the same feels different. And that's the beauty of it. Right. A, a forward bend doesn't feel the same today than tomorrow than the day after or than the, on the, on that felt yesterday. And that's like life. You wake up every morning, you have breakfast, you perhaps have a partner, which you see every day. And Ashtanga is the same. You're going to see the same things. But how do you spice? We say in Spanish, like, how do you make it spicy? You know, how do you make it different, the thing that is the same? Yeah. I mean, it's really challenging because your body doesn't want to do every day the same. Yeah. But the beautiful of this practice is... um, that you see a lot of uh, evolution in really and progress in really short time because mm-hmm. the body really welcomes repetition. And thanks to the repetition, your body is going to become more flexible and stronger, faster than with other kinds of dis- disciplines. It seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, does what we call sun salutations, does that come from Ashtanga or is that included in Ashtanga? Like at what point? Did yoga become Ashtanga? So he's, it was founded by the grandfather of someone well, who's alive. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with Krishnamacharya. Krishnamacharya was I can't the say teacher. I am. So Krishnamacharya was the teacher of Iyengar as well as Patavi Joyce. Okay. okay. And he already was practicing kind of sun salutations. What Patavi okay, did, it, okay. it was creating a new sequence kind of, well, not a new, like six sequence. That's why that we have six series, the the primary series, the intermediate series, the advanced A, advanced B, advanced C, and advanced D. Mm-hmm. But let's stay with the primary, which is right. called yoga chikitsa in Sanskrit, which means uh, like the therapeutical yoga. 
and you work through your nervous system and it's said that this kind of yoga can be practiced by any kind of human unless you are lazy. That's what Patavi <laughs> used to say. The only one, the only human cannot practice is a lazy one. All the rest are welcome to the practice. So he put this series together and he, uh, San Salutation A, San Salutation B, he created, he put the warriors inside and he presented all these series to Krishnamacharya, his guru, his master. Mm-hmm. And together they... They finished it kind of, and Krishnamacharya invited uh, Guruji Patavi Joyce to spread the word. And then is when he settled in Mysore and created an open his school, which started with maybe three, four, five students, and nowadays there are hundreds coming. Okay, I see. And those hundreds that are coming are then becoming teachers who then teach okay. Ashtanga yoga. Not necessarily. There are much more authorized teachers that just are practitioners than the ones that actually teach. Interesting. So okay. It's that about devotion. Sense. There are lots yeah. of people that just practice and they become authorized, but they don't necessarily want to teach. Interesting. But the training is good for your personal practice too. If, if, if that's like something that's within, you know, it's not, it, not in everybody's um, uh, budget, of course, but that's for people right. who it is, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I think uh, especially the Shala, where we go, it has raised the price in the last year, which I don't agree completely because it's India. You are not yeah. even in Europe, you know, and I don't understand how a month can cost $500, right? That's something I, I have a conflict with. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, we have like yeah. like the gentrification of neighborhoods, you know, when a, a neighborhood has a certain, they're used to a certain rent and then people come in and then... You know, they're they want a coffee house and a business over here and sushi over there, and then suddenly everybody's rent goes up. But it's really rude to do it in someone else's country. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's true. So there happened a little bit the same. They saw all these yogis coming to to a place called Gokulam that is inside my store, and seeing that they come every year, and every year there is more more people coming, and there are more business opening. Hmm. So they said, okay, let's. Let's uh, bring up the rent, not only from the shala, but also the the accommodation has been going up and the food. And it's a little bit a conflict for me, as I was saying. Like yeah. I even considering it's going to be this my last year, perhaps, because I don't agree with this, at, that part of it, you know. Hmm. Interesting. I have a sort of an old best friend and we're on sort of parallel tracks, but we never see, we only see each other once in a while. And by coincidence, no, there's no coincidences, but you know, by coincidence, we both became yoga teachers at the same time. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, he mentioned that he was teaching free classes. And I, I always kind of in the back of my mind, I'm like, when are you going to start teaching free classes? You know, like I haven't really gotten into that yet, but I've been thinking about it. Well, I think it's a wonderful tool. I I, di- I do and I di- I have done that, especially in Spain, because I have a lot of followers there. Mm. And I also have my online platform. I, I have more than 60 videos in YouTube for free. And I think it's how I try to feel balanced. Yeah. Like, because sometimes it can feel wrong to charge for yoga, even though it's another way of, of course, you're providing something to a person and it's fine. But I don't know. In order to feel good, I think providing something for free. Yeah, and... there's, I mean, really, there's such a something gross about the whole system. I mean, because we all know that, you know, there's people at the top that are getting five cents every time we share a dollar. And, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. the, the whole thing seems to get tainted. 
when money gets involved. So yeah, it's totally. nice to. And especially when you uh, have a business and of yoga and you pay taxes, I don't know, in a country like the States, where the right. taxes goes what to bonds and for? to war, it's like, yeah, exactly. what the hell? Yeah, I, yoga. I don't want to contribute to that. I'm sorry, but not. Yeah, yeah. it's not that kind of warrior. <laughs> no, not that. I lived in Israel for a few years and I also saw how part of the taxes are, uh, the destination is for war, which you can understand because it's a, a state uh, we're, sorry, a state in war constantly, yeah. but still, that doesn't mean I agree, right? right. So. That's probably the only thing keeping us going, though, because it's certainly not the education or, you know, the prowess of the people. I mean, half the people are voting for Trump, for fuck's sake. You know, it's weird. Oh, my God. I hope that that's not true, <laughs> because then... Well, I say to my partner, I cannot be in this country uh, that happens. Or for any sure. country, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a country that's safe if he comes in. No, I don't know. I mean, probably if he did come in, they'd block him at every turn if he was trying to push the button or something. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, geez. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I, I'm positive that he's not going to make it. And I, he didn't even think he was going to make it. That's the joke. Yeah. He was trying to He was trying to fail. He was saying things that yeah. surely I'll, they'll just kick me out if I say this. Sure. They kicked so him out he, of you know, his own yeah. show. <laughs> he is doing propaganda and marketing to also his own companies and just making more money. It's, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's basically. just a cartoon. I mean, I guess on one level, it, it makes plain what the, you know, I mean, a lot, a lot more people are having the, the, the veil lifted from their eyes, you know, to see how <laughs> phony these billionaires can really be. You know, that there's, you know, the, the, the idea of power, these big grand columns, it's all just designed to make people think that there's someone in control. There's some father figure at the top when it's just a bunch of idiots like Trump running around on their Learjets. And it's, it's got to change. We've got to do something about it. But we just keep going to work and then going to the movies on the weekends, you know, and, <laughs> and nothing changes. And every once in a while they let us protest or they let someone like Bernie run for a minute and it just blows off some steam and then it just, we get, get more depressed, you know? Mm -hmm, for sure. And it's part of the system. Keep going. No, no, I'm giving you freedom. You see, you can do that still. Yeah. But, but actually it's just a, another way of, of, I don't know, keeping you captive. Like the Oracle and the Matrix making Neo think he has a choice. Yeah. I, actually, I'm reading a book called Ishmael. I don't know if you heard it. I'm you familiar with the biblical and Quran character or person, uh, but not the book. So I don't... I, I'm still in the beginning, but it's mm -hmm. really amazing because it's a, it's a gorilla that talks, but he he has he started talking because he has lived in a zoo and blah blah. Oh, and okay. he, so it's modern. Sorry. Is it is it present day? It's in, it's supposed to be in the in the ninety five, I think. Oh, something okay, like got, that. It, got it. Happening there. So, well, first of all, it reminds me a little bit to the Planet of the Apes. I think you call in mm -hmm. in English the movie, right? Mm -hmm. You know, in Spain, they, they translate all the titles, so then it's a mess to figure out. <laughs> they don't translate literally, so yeah. they invent new titles, so it's a little bit difficult. Nevertheless, so in the book, uh, this there is a, in the newspaper, there's an ad saying, a master six pupil has to be will to commit, blah, blah, blah. So this person applies and goes to see the master after a lot of uh, doubts and sees that it's a gorilla, a gorilla that, that talks, actually, and he's really wise. And the thing is, um, the students say, but what can you teach me? And he says to him, what do you think I can teach you? 
And he says, well, you have been captive all your life. And he said, so that's what I can teach you because you humans are captive in your own world. Yeah. So I think it's really relevant <laughs> right yeah. now. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 whenever the electricity goes out or, you know, you forget that it's a holiday, so the store is closed, you know, then it just starts to be like, oh, well, what do I do? <laughs> you know, what, yeah. if, what if you had to be an animal in, yeah. on, on the planet? Yeah, I have to, to use fire and, yeah. I mean, create my own fire, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. My lighter I, doesn't I, work and the liquor store is closed. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> For me, it's still super important to to feel that I'm not, I'm not, I mean, of course, we are dependent of society, but still, I want to be as independent yeah. as possible. And my next goal is to live, I don't know, in the middle of nowhere with the, I don't know, Very the little, less resources as I need. As possible, yeah. Yeah. We, we already grow our own things and our food, but still, I, I get traffic every morning to go to work, which or to go to practice, and I don't understand that. I get mad every morning, and my partner is like, "Just breathe, use the yoga." And he's right, but yeah. I don't, I don't understand how people lose or waste their time three or two hours a day just going and coming back from work. For me, it's, yeah, and that's what's keeping the whole thing going, you know. And that's the the cars are being cranked out, the oil's being cranked out, just so people can drive back and forth to work when they could do be doing that work at home. Everybody's on Facebook at work. It's weird. For sure, and we are inefficient, or people is inefficient because you're working more hours that your brain really can be. Uh, I don't know. It's not nothing is focused in a way that you are gonna be happy. Basically, they try to keep you miserable. Yeah. It's just like an elaborate hamster wheel to keep us moving, keep the wheels turning, keep the watch running. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's a, I mean, yoga, it's like, okay, then there's yoga. When, I, when I'm teaching a class, you know, I start out having everybody let all that stuff go and into the ground and back into the earth and kind of reclaim present time. And by the end of it, we all feel great, you know, but then the world starts to beat you down. I mean, living in LA, you know, it's, it's hard not to be in the rat race. For sure. But if do you feel if a day you skip your practice, do you yeah. feel the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Totally right. Yeah, or a few days sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ashtanga, I don't know if you are aware of it, but we practice six days a week. Nice. Religiously. So, <laughs> so the one day you don't. You, the one day we don't is or Saturdays or Sundays, depends the country. And Mondays, moon we respect the full moon and the... And the new moon for us is important to to rest that day or to do a gym practice. I love to do gym practice. Oh wow, that's especially because Ashtanga is such a young practice, right? Yeah, really demanding. How cool! So, uh, do you have any plans for the next few years? Well, I don't know. For next few years, that's too far for me. (laughs) (laughs) When I say future, I look for the next six months, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I'm going. To Spain after here, end of October, teaching there, then Abu Dhabi, and then to Mysore for a few months, then going back to Spain, teaching retreats in Portugal, and then hopefully come back here to the States. Nice. If Trump is not in the power. Oh, no, right? <laughs> if someone was uh, just now thinking about getting into yoga, do you have any advice for them? That if he or she is ready to love 
herself of himself, there is no doubt. It's the time to start. Very cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being our guest on the To Be a Yogi podcast today. Thank you so much, Edward. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you. Light and love. Light and love and namaste. Namaste. Bye-bye. Thank you, Nita, for being our guest on the To Be a Yogi podcast today. Just a reminder, I will be covering the 7.30 p.m. Crunch Burbank Power Yoga class tomorrow, as well as the usual Friday night class. Also, Friday night, later that night, at the L.A. Sanctuary, which you can find uh, on Facebook. It's listed as a Buddhist temple in Highland Park. That's a district of Los Angeles. I'll be doing a chakra opening class Friday night at 8 p.m. That's... Friday the 26th of August 2016. Just contact me if you would like to attend. Special thanks to Brian Dahl, who composed the music you're hearing right now. Thank you all for tuning in. May you all be happy, may you be healthy and strong, and may you live with ease. Namaste.